Brattalone's Ace Hardware Store, all over the Twin Cities, brings you this podcast hour of Garage Logic. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Let's return to Keith Ellison for a moment. All right. Uh, Recent polls show Minnesota's attorney general race is a dead heat uh, as domestic abuse allegations against Ellison continue to dog him. In one poll from last month, Ellison and his opponent, Doug Wardlow, were shown to be in a dead heat, each with 41% among likely voters. A second poll conducted by the Star Tribune NPR News, shockingly enough, showed Ellison at 41% with a slight lead over Wardlow. Uh, But 18% of respondents in the Star Tribune poll said they were still undecided, and 57% were unsure whether or not to believe the abuse allegations made by Ellison's former girlfriend, Karen Monahan. Well, they certainly believed Blasey Ford, didn't they? Right. Minnesota's DFL party hired an attorney to investigate the accusations made by Monaghan, who claims to have video evidence of an instance during her relationship with Ellison where the congressman dragged her off a bed while yelling obscenities at her. The lawyer hired by the DFL concluded that Monaghan's claims could not be corroborated because she did not provide footage of the alleged event. Well, by that standard, then— Shouldn't uh, Christine Ford have provided uh, a video? That's a that's the argument people are making. The, the double standard here is extraordinary. Yes. For her part, Monahan isn't going away. And why hasn't been Monahan been embraced by the uh, the gals? Why hasn't she been embraced as a heroine of the Me Too? Movement? It's funny how that works. She's not she's not been brought up. There's been no um, there's been no ripple effect. She's a longtime Democrat. Where, where's her? Where, where is the madding crowd? Where are they? This one is very evident how it is being just swept under the rug. She's become an outspoken critic of the party and says the party abandoned her when she came forward with claims against Ellison. They certainly appear to have, don't they? Mm-hmm. And then here's a screenshot of a tweet she wrote. Because I had the courage to break my silence, I'm not being told it's my fault if Keith's opponent wins. I'm accused of working with his opponent to bring him down. Basically, be silent. We don't care about your humanity. Hypocrisy at its finest. Well, I can't believe the way she's being treated by the same crowd that took a microscope to Kavanaugh's yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're something else. They got him. <laughs> Fine tooth comb is what they went through that That's baby it. with. <laughs> uh, Monahan is the second accuser to come forward against Ellison. In 2006, Amy Alexander uh, also went on record to say that Ellison emotionally abused her, but Ellison denied that and gr- was granted a restraining order against her. Critics have called out Democrats for having an apparent double standard on the Me Too movement, with only 5% of Minnesota Democrats polled by the Star Tribune saying they believe Monaghan. Only 5%.
Well, Democratic U.S. senators called for an FBI investigation into uncorroborated claims against the U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh during his confirmation hearings. Wardlow's campaign has also worked to draw attention to the accusations against Ellison, questioning whether the congressman has the character to serve as Minnesota's top law enforcement official. I'm voting for Wardlow, but, you know, I, 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 I am shocked at how tight this race has become in the last week because Ellison had a huge lead over Wardlow. Well, how can these hypocrites <clears throat> not come to the aid of this woman in some capacity, Monahan? Well, okay, how come nobody's calling them out? You are right now, but why, why aren't the rest of the, the, the political whirlwind calling these people out saying, hey, come on, you got to go after them just like you went after Kavanaugh? I mean— the DFL goes to the extent of hiring their own attorney to examine yeah. Ellison. Right. What do you think he's going to find? And what he comes up with is these uh, accusations cannot be corroborated because she won't release the video. I don't recall hearing anything like that during the uh, Kavanaugh hearing. Hey, Ford, you got a you got a camera? You got a picture? You got anything? You got right. any? She Ford appears to have come up with less material than Monahan appears to be able to come up with. Is that a fair statement? Yes. But if there is video here, I really, not that I need to see it, I wish that people that need to see it could see it, because then that would solidify her story. If there is no video, I don't know what they have. What is he, a hothead, Allison? I don't know him personally. He's re he's rejected every single invite over the years to have him on at the fair. Yes. And... Um, is he a tough guy? Does he think he's a tough guy? He was also invited to uh, the podcast as well to mm -hmm. uh, not to have a debate, but to just sit in with uh, his opponent mm -hmm. and just, and we haven't heard anything back. Is he a tough guy, do you think? I mean, it's easy to be a tough guy if you're fighting a woman. Right. I don't know anything about him. If, if you're allegedly fighting a woman. Right. I don't know either. But I, I do know that for some reason... There must be something juicy or embarrassing in those uh, divorce documents. Well, then I go back to then I go back to what I said during John's newscast. If if you fear that that information is of a of a nature that you know would cast your ex wife or yourself or your children in some horribly unfavorable light, why don't you be a man and walk away? Right. There are other jobs you can maybe come back in four years if you survive it. Got a whole bunch of other options. Again. Practicing law, lobbyist. We have a, a cautionary tale coming up for all Facebook users. Hmm. Uh, uh, oh, I think I know what it is. It's just just an amazing, amazing story. Just hang on. Will you hear this? And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Suchere. Okay, everybody pay attention because we're going to have a test. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm reading from today's St. Paul Pioneer Press, today being October 16th. Yeah. Republican Minnesota Senate hopeful Kara, uh, Karen Housley's campaign said Monday that a 2009 Facebook post in which she compares Michelle Obama's posture to that of a chimpanzee was being taken out of context. Housley's comments about the former first lady were one of a handful of controversial social media posts first reported by the Huffington Post. 
She made the post long before running for statewide office against uh, Democratic Senator Tina Smith or the state Senate seat she's held since 2013. In a string of comments, Housley wrote that then First Lady Obama should at least stand up straight after referencing a Ronald Reagan movie that features a chimpanzee. Housley continued, I think even that chimp stood up straighter than Michelle. Uh-oh, someone is going to make a comment. How's that? And then close quote. That's, that's what she wrote 10 years ago, nine years ago. Housley also targeted former First Lady and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, calling her a porker in a blue pantsuit in response to a friend's comment that Clinton seems to be eating well. Okay. Well. <laughs> he got cankles. Yeah. Uh, Housley's campaign spokesman Jake Schneider accused Smith's campaign of using an out-of-context Facebook post from 10 years ago to manufacture outrage. That is what the radical left does when they are losing. They attack Republicans so they don't have to come up with solutions to the problems Minnesotans are facing, Schneider said. Public polling in Minnesota has shown Smith slightly ahead of Housley as they compete in the special election to finish former uh, Senator Al Franken's term. Uh, Tina Smith was appointed the uh, seat in January after Franken resigned amid sexual misconduct allegations. Minnesotans deserve a senator who treats everyone with respect. Blah, blah, okay. Well, what happened here? That's the test question. Um, I, I'll, it's what we, we've talked about. The DFL put somebody on it, or somebody took it upon themselves to keep going deeper and deeper to find a piece find of something. meat. You got to find. Well, something. wait a minute. I'm going to go even deeper. Yeah. This isn't the first time Karen Housley has ran for public seat, right? Why didn't she go through it herself and delete this stuff? All, uh, all uh, Kavanaugh's appointment to the Supreme Court was certainly not the first time he needed to be vetted. Right. Somebody in the Smith campaign. <clears throat> or on behalf of Tina Smith, the same people who doubt Karen Monahan, for example. Right, right. Uh, somebody either in the Smith campaign or on behalf of Smith just kept digging and digging and digging A witch hunt. until they found this ridiculous comment made by Housley almost 10 years ago. The precautionary tale is, why would anyone in their right mind be on social media. I know it's the thing to do. I know it's the future. But no matter what you say, it never goes away. Just think in 15 years when Chris Reavers runs for something. Yeah. yeah. Got no the, shot. All the things we'll find there. Got no shot. I'm going to be king of America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but well, this, this is what <clears throat> politics has become. Yeah. You find me some dirt on that Karen Housley because she's getting too close for comfort. And, and, the, and the Democrats at the national level are probably extremely supportive of, of Smith either finding this uh, through her own campaign or having uh, this been found by a, a, a benefactor of some sort. The, the national Democrats, this is the way they operate. I wish find me find some out. crap. Find I me some I really dirt. wish we could find out. And I'm only really dangerous between about noon on Sunday and the <laughs> end of football. Right. That's when I'm most dangerous. Well, I saw this and— <clears throat> Uh, my wife and I were discussing it, and I didn't know how to feel. Foolish, yes. Foolish to post that. But how far back, uh, again, where is the line? There is no line. I mean, Blazy Ford, the line was what? 32 30, years? 37 years? 34 years? There is no line. Well, there's no standards. There's there there's no there's no limits. There's no rules. Uh, the, the, the entire... Political scene is a complete garbage fight, but it is. It yes, just, yes, I yes. And and, and and Housley was was a complete fool 
to have written that in 2009. Of course. Complete fool. But I hope people are fed up with this type of thing and just going to say, those are the two people that are uh, running for that office, uh, the two major parties, and I'm going to vote for one or I'm going to vote for the other. Uh, Based on um, their uh, history. Just below that story in the Pioneer Press is Minnesota's Democratic Farmer Labor Party said it will suspend for one week a party official who wrote on Facebook that Republicans should be brought to the guillotines after Election Day. Party spokesman William Davis wrote in reference to Republicans 11.7. Oh, that's it. November 7. Bring them to the guillotines. Party executive director Corey Day said Davis regrets the post and has deleted it. Day said the comments stemmed from an inside joke with former co-workers that still violated the party standards for employees. They're not going to fire them. Yeah, so they suspended him. Don't come to work Tuesday. You're suspended. Spokeswoman Charlene Briner said Davis would be suspended for one week without pay starting, uh, apparently, this coming Monday. Republicans are calling the comments disgusting and appalling. Corey Wood, a consultant for GOP Attorney General candidate Doug Wardlow's campaign, said calling to decapitate Republicans has no place in politics. Mm-hmm. Boy, I, I hope this is a precautionary tale, though, for for kids uh, writing on Facebook. That's I tell mine. Don't put anything that you want. You don't want me or your grandparents to see. Yeah, because even though uh, they might never run for office, what about you know applying for jobs mm-hmm. and things of that nature? Or right. getting into right. a school. Yeah. yeah. Look, well, look at what's happened to some athletes in the last year. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. They've gone back. Ten years to check their Twitter feeds where they well who who does this stupid. who who is who are these people? What are they doing on a, a a Saturday afternoon? How do you access Karen Housley's Facebook page from nine years ago? I All wouldn't right. even know where to begin. Let's go right now, Karen Housley's Facebook. Page. I think it's Karen. Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you want to know? How do you ask? Well, Joe, it's 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 because you don't live in that world. I sure don't. It is ridiculously easy. You'd have to really be creeping, though. I mean, you'd have to. But be— But that's what, the, the, as, as I said earlier, that's what these campaigns are now focusing on. I, this does not shock me in the least. That's what these team of volunteers and everybody else—they have all these twenty-something-year-olds that that want to get into the political scene. That's what their job is. Go find something. We need dirt on this person. Oh. It's a sad state of our current situation, but that's the world we live in. My oldest, or my second oldest, uh, aspires to some political office here down the road. Oh, that's God, in the future why? plans. and He's I, too smart for that. I, I don't know. We should talk him out of it. You know what, what you find here? There's a, there's a pattern. The higher the office being sought, we've created an axiom. The higher the office being sought, the more likely— uh, it will develop that dirt will be found but about one or the other candidates. A uh, guy going to the Supreme Court, we got we got to play our last card. Let's bring out this gal who's alleging an assault uh, when she was a teenager. Uh, we're fighting for a Senate seat in Minnesota. Come on, you got to find something. We can't. Uh, the Democrats aren't. They can't have an evil Republican win a Senate seat in Minnesota. It's tiring. When's the last time Reavers looked this up? I'm actually on Karen. Oh, never mind. Already answered. Answered. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. I already answered it. I already oh. answered it. Uh, Thank you. I think Norm Coleman would have been the last Republican senator mm-hmm. from Minnesota. Yes. But prior to him, I wonder how far back he had to go. As I as as we pointed out earlier in the show, we'll never have climate change here in Minnesota. 
because we elect Democrats. Well, we had Rudy and Dave Durenberger. Oh, that's true. We did have two Republicans that. Yeah. One was it? That was the '80s, and that was a that was a Republican push, wasn't it? But for the most part, mm-hmm. you're right. Does John Hyde have another newscast for us? I do. All right, let's have that coming up. Flashlight, check. Tool belt, check. Attitude, check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. Leave me on Digby and Jones, bro. Here's Johnny Height. Thank you, Joe. The best friend of that missing Barron County, Wisconsin girl uh, said she's afraid for her friend's life as the search continues for the girl. Family friend said she would never run away. She was really not the type of person who would do that. An Amber Alert issued Monday for 13-year-old Jamie Kloss. Jamie's parents, identified by authorities as Jim and Denise Kloss, were found dead at the home early Monday morning. FBI calling the case a double homicide. Now investigators say they're trying to find out what led to their deaths in the midst of searching for Jamie. In Florida today, Miami police said they're investigating a possible sighting of the girl in their area but haven't been able to verify it. Currently, authorities are considering Jamie's disappearance and abduction. FBI officials said they think Jamie was taken from the home, likely at gunpoint. The problem for authorities, they say, is that there are no suspect or vehicle descriptions. The Barron County Sheriff's Office, the FBI, and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children are working to find Jamie. What makes the disappearance puzzling for investigators, according to police, is that they've never been called out to the Claus home before, and Jamie had no known issues at middle school. Mm. Authorities say they're also checking Jamie's social media accounts, looking for any clues as to where she could be. What a horrific story. The 6th Street Corridor alongside Target Center in downtown Minneapolis is getting a new restaurant. Cargo Food Authority taking over the former Hubert's, which closed earlier this year. The concept by chef owner Brian Ingram is similar to that of St. Paul's 7th Street Truck Park, of which Ingram was a founder uh, but no longer involved with. Instead of food trucks, shipping containers line the walls of the restaurant, and each will serve up a different cuisine. Foghorn, yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think this sounds cool. You don't like it? Shipping containers. <clears throat> shipping containers. Uh, so you'll be able to get at each different shipping container different foods. For instance, tacos, wings, pizza, Pan Asian. Okay. The bar program. So offers- it's almost like a food court. Concept. Where, where is this going to be, Jen? It's where Hubert's was on. Uh, where would that be? Right across from the ballpark. Sixth and Sixth and First Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to where Lifetime is. The bar uh, will uh, program offers cocktails on tap with spirits from Tattersdale, uh, Tattersall Distilling. Okay, wait, I, I'm, I'm very confused. Is Hubert still by the football stadium? No, fo- no Hubert's no, is no, gone. No, Hubert's. they remember they moved they that, moved. and it yeah. was another place that's by the uh, the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. Okay, hold on. The Hubert's that you knew that was by the dome. Yep. That's now currently occupied. It's called Eric the Red. That's oh. outside of U.S. Bank Stadium. All right. Hubert's moved inside of Target Center which was on the plaza as you walk up to Target Field. I see. That's gone. I see. Yeah, that's gone. Slated to open November 7th, cargo will seat 480 inside at communal tables fashioned from shipping pallets. That number will multiply when the weather gets good again. I wonder if you could ship your pants from that place. (laughs) The entire length of the restaurant has garage doors that will open onto 6th Street, utilizing the walkway to Target Field. Have you been to the St. Paul location where those uh, food trucks are? I know where it is. We haven't been inside there I yet. I don't do that. It's, no, it's it's actually pretty neat. Yeah. Where are you talking about? 
uh, right by the New Bohemia, right across from uh, Cassettas. Oh, that space! Street. We that, walked by there because we went to the wild yeah, preseason. They game. have a, that is really cool. They have uh, like redone food trucks or a, a camper. Have you been to JFK Airport recently? Their food court has old, like an old Volkswagen van that serves food out of it. That's it's a huge big. trend. In fact, after we went to the Skinnerd concert, I went walked down to get to my car, but the the ramp was jammed. So I yeah. said, "Well, I'm just going to go have a beer quick and wait out the traffic." Right. So I walked down Seventh Street. It's really neat what it's they've really done. It's really neat in there. It's really good stuff. The uh, food is geared toward adults and kids who may be attending a game. There will be a selection of crazy wings like mango curry duck wings, pizzeritos, which is a burrito pizza hybrid, and the last menu item satisfies a particular hunger for Ingram, the fellow who's uh, running the place. <clears throat> He's a big fan of lumpia, a fried, thin Filipino spring roll. Huh. There I think go. they're rewards people and Sears people. <laughs> Do you? And I think I can make a link to America's disassembling culture based on Sears and Wards. When you stop disassembling culture, we're we're going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, we are now, right? We've the bottoms dropped out of moral and ethical integrity, and one of the, one of the reasons, and I haven't researched this, this is all off the top of my head, is that. It, there was a time in America when most Americans did mostly the same thing. How do you mean? Well, they either shopped at Ward's or they shopped at Sears, for an example. Mm. And now there's stuff to do. So many shopping outlets or uh, websites that Americans could never uh, be seen and again to be engaged in in relatively the same activity but why is that with each bad? other uh why why is more options i haven't bad? gotten to that part <laughs> he's still forming it's still a it's still on that turntable he's molding the pot right now president trump today uh today i can't see I, this podcast that's president right, trump people listen to the podcast Tuesday, today Denying having any personal financial interest in Saudi Arabia as his relationship with the country comes under scrutiny amid the disappearance of Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi. Uh, he tweeted, for the record, I have no financial interest in Saudi Arabia or Russia for that matter. Any suggestions I have is just more fake news of which there is plenty. Trump had said Monday that Saudi King Salman firmly denied any knowledge of Khashoggi's disappearance in a call to Trump, which the president relayed to reporters. Khashoggi was a vocal critic of the Saudi royal family who had been living in exile in the U.S. The president has alleged that rogue killers could be responsible for Khashoggi's disappearance, a remark that critics seized on as evidence that Trump was parroting the Saudi leader's narrative. The president's tweet Tuesday came after several reports detailed his relationship with a number Saudi businessmen and officials over the years. Uh, really quick, Joe, back to uh, Karen Housley. You had asked some questions about how someone could find information like that that she was uh, quoted as saying in 2008. 2009. There's, sorry, 2009. There is a function on either Facebook or Twitter You know that, that's the search, and you can find real creative ways to search for something specific. For instance, if you go Karen Housley, it's almost like using Google. Karen. <clears throat> anyway, if you search her name and then uh, another person's name, you know, Trump, Obama, yeah. whatever, yeah. you can get to specific comments rather quickly. I'll be damned. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Maryland's so, so Google 
Karen Housley mm-hmm. and Michelle Obama. I did. And what do you come up well, with? Well, now, now it's there, I yeah, suppose. Now, now you're going to get about 7 million stories right. regarding but, but this. But 10 days ago, if you had Googled that. You would, have, you would have gotten to that specific comment. All right. Maryland's comptroller is accusing brewer Anheuser-Busch of marketing binge drinking to college students in light of that special release of the Was 70... the story in 1988? <laughs> <laughs> the release of the 77-pack of natural light beer that sold out before the school's oh first seventy-seven oh pack. It was a seventy-seven God. pack. Yes. What? How would you carry that? <laughs> I gotta uh, see this thing. Comptroller Peter Franchot, who is responsible for the taxation and regulation of alcohol in Maryland, said they are obviously promoting binge drinking. Oh, we gotta to get one of these people. Uh, large beverage companies have opposed Franchot's efforts to uh, promote locally made craft beers, which he says will create local jobs. <laughs> He you said, carry it like it's luggage. Uh-huh. He said the big brewers, like Budweiser, who are selling 77 cans of beer for 39 cents each to college kids, they don't like craft brewers unless they own them. Wow. He's calling for an investigation that large brewing companies have corrupted Maryland legislators with questionable campaign contributions and favors. The 77 packs of the Natty Light were a special promotion that was only rolled out in stores surrounding College Park, Maryland. The news went viral on social media. It looks like a trash bin. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When, uh, news went viral on social media with students in faraway states tweeting plans for road trips to come and buy one of them. The 77 pack sold out quickly with some stores reporting students lining up to buy them as soon as they were unloaded from the delivery what, trucks. What kind of beer? Natty Natural, Light, baby. Natural, Natural light. light. Oh, my word. Students said there was. It takes 77 of those to get hammered. (laughs) They're selling them for 30 bucks? Students said they were struck by the packaging, which resembled the shape of a keg and could be used as a portable cooler for the cans of beer inside the boxes. One student said it's brilliant marketing. We only had it here, and they make make it like it was a one-time thing, and that caused He's a right. lot of hype. He's right. And Iser Bush didn't immediately respond to any request for comment about the comptrollers. You know, speaking report. of brilliant marketing. Yeah. I want to tell you about RF Moeller Jeweler this month. An incredible October at the RF Moeller Jewelry Stores. Three of them, Ford and Cleveland and St. Paul, 50th in France and Edina. And uh, Gavaday Common, downtown Minneapolis. Uh, we're talking among other other uh, fabulous attractions. The best watch brands in the industry, Rolex, Tudor, Tag Heuer, Swiss Army, Shinola, and Raymond Weil. But here, GLers. You go into a RF Moeller Jeweler store, tell them you're a Garage Logic podcast listener, and you get $250 off the price of any watch priced at $500 or more. RF Moeller is supporting this podcast. I want you to support them. But now get this. Wednesday through Friday this week, Wednesday through Friday, the annual watch show at the Highland Park store. They're going to be centralizing all the inventory at the Highland Park store. And another bonus for GL uh, podcast listeners, 100 bucks off any Rolex overhaul. Three reasons to visit Moeller's. They're bringing you this podcast. Yep. You can save two hundred and fifty on any watch, five hundred dollars or more, and hundred bucks off any Rolex overhaul. Some good news from New York City this past weekend. They did not have a shooting over the weekend for the first time in twenty-five yeah, okay. years. That is a wow. ray of hope. Wow. New York police. Did all the gangsters are going, going. Hey, did we forget to do yeah, something? What was the weather like? I wonder. New York Police Department. It was actually nice, wasn't it? I this thought so. Yeah. Chief James O'Neill told reporters we went Friday, Saturday, and Sunday without any shootings and homicides. He said that's the first time in decades and something not just the NYPD, but all New Yorkers can be proud of. 
The last time the most populous U.S. city of 8.5 million had a weekend without shootings, according to police, was in 1993. Uh, There have been some intermittent spikes. The weekend of October 6th through the 7th, unfortunately, was uh, terrible, according to police. Several shootings in Brooklyn and the Bronx. Number of murders is on the rise again this year in New York after hitting a low in 2017 with 292 total, a record since the 1950s. The first half of 2018, New York recorded 147 murders, an 8% increase over the same period last year. Back to the natural light topic we discussed. Yeah. Makes ago. Budweiser? It's a Budweiser yeah, problem. You're not back at Natty? What? Uh, I mean, this is obviously, as John mentioned, it's 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 being geared towards the, hey, the 21-plus the college crowd that right, wants to sure, have a gathering yeah. for the weekend. But you know there's the one guy out there that wants to say, <laughs> I could put this away in a weekend. (laughs) But wouldn't that college crowd be into the craft beer? Good beer? Well, no, they they don't have any money. I guess that's it, huh? 30 bucks for 77 natties. Come on. That's the attraction. But that's this is like a Saturday afternoon watching football. Your craft beer might be when you go out at night and have one beer. Hey. Who does that? Well, not me. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Yeah. Reavers and the Natty Light Challenge. That. He challenged himself. <laughs> he did. Look at how he worked that he in there. Himself. He challenged himself. But why would you punish your... See, those kinds of beers, to me, appeal to people who don't like beer. Yeah, that's that's technically true. Although, if you're going to go the light route, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, it's all right. Sandwich in every can. I, right. I would be so bloated, even after five. Hey, it's light beer, Rook. Come on. Rook, are you going to tell us about your uh, seventy-six knack hard uh, knack uh, scale failure? I have a uh, I have a project, and uh, and what it is is going to surprise. I want to hear you. about it. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Suchere, what'd you follow up? I don't know if I should tell you. Um, 201,000 miles on the 2008 BMW 325 XI. Three series. Sorry. Right. This is uh, the practice one, right? That Kenny likes to call it? Yeah. This is, uh, uh, it's one that my daughter bought, and now she has. Against my counsel, by the yes, way. Yes, yes. But now she's seen the light. Look who's stuck with the car now. Is this the one that had the hole in the gas tank? No, that was a oh, that was the uh, cheap ass Benz. That was the ML three twenty. That has gone to Newgate. Mm-hmm. Newgate accepted that with the hole in it. <laughs> um, well, I, I ferreted that out the minute you showed up in the driveway. Uh, you were like a vulture. Yep. Uh, that could I smell sniff gas it before it was around I smell the corner. Gas. And then it was followed up with promptly get it off my driveway. <laughs> my bleeping driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yesterday, my uh, youngest daughter hopped in that vehicle to go to school, and it was dead. Mm-hmm. Click, click, click. No, I wouldn't accept a jump. I had to jump it. Uh, nothing would happen. I Any idea how old the battery is? No. Okay. Uh, no idea. <laughs> uh, realized that I am going to have to uh, get a new battery. Uh, my guy, Andy, over at ANA Auto was out that day, so he, he couldn't help me. Is this a long story? No, but it's going to get good. Mm-hmm. I realized I had to do this myself. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I tried to success, to jump it. It was unsuccessful. And then when I got home from the podcast yesterday, I went to work on it. My one goal, to beat the sun. I wanted to beat sundown. I wanted to change the battery. Did you go buy a battery someplace? 
Well, first, I didn't know how to do it. I had to go to YouTube to take the, the battery out because it's in the back. Uh-huh. It's in the back of the car. All right. In the trunk? Uh, yes, in all the right, trunk. All right. And uh, I had to unscrew stuff. I went to YouTube twice to figure out how to do it. To make this uh, long story even longer, uh, I got it out. I bought the new battery. I put it all back in properly. Yep. And go to hit the ignition. She fires right up. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I didn't expect that. This is like a, oh. a two. This is like a two knack jump for me. It's a success you, I thought story. you were selling me this story as a knack failure. Yeah, thanks for your faith in me, you dink. Huh? Come <laughs> dink. on. Come on. This is this is a oh, I can't I couldn't believe. Usually the uh, I prayed to my my long gone father-in-law, "Ed, you got to help me." Well, usually the result of a new battery is success. Uh you, Not me. Well, yeah, but it's, there's really not a way to screw it up, really. Yeah, but there's like e- electronics and things that you no, have it's to. T- just two cables that went on the positive oh. and, and negative. And I did when I put it in, and I was going to hook up. I hooked up the positive, and I was going to hook up the negative side. Yeah. But there was a rather large spark. Yep. So I called my guy Andy over at A and A and said, "What do I do? Am I going to get what? What's my next move?" He said, "Grow a pair and put it on there." He <laughs> yeah. said, "You're not going to get electrocuted, you dummy." Right. Right. Um, well, don't go getting off feeling all high and mighty about yourself. Why? <clears throat> I was I was patting my. I had a a, a, a Tim emails on yesterday yesterday's show. Rookie admitted that he convinced his son to not use the name Mow and Blow for his lawn service. That was a long. That was not yesterday's show. That was many shows ago. In so doing, he may well have shot down a million dollar idea. Why? As it turns out. Mow and Blow Lawn Service LLC is a thriving landscaping business in the greater Memphis area. Mm. They own and operate their own website, mowandblowlawnservice.com. Wow. They also have their own Facebook account, own Twitter account, and a million plus subscribed YouTube channel where they show instructional videos. Wow. Whoa. Way <laughs> to <what>? go, <laughs> Dum Dum. Oh, we missed out. Rook, if I'm not mistaken, oh, had you had you attached the uh, uh, negative cable first, you, you thus are already grounded. Yes. And then yeah. when you put on the positive cable, you wouldn't have had a spark. That's so correct. I just yeah. I went backwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was that was my only flaw, but mm. And then once I once I had it on there and it was and I I could tighten it I wasn't going to get zapped. But. The only spark was the initial touching of the uh, of the of the uh, the device to go on yeah. the post of the. Well, that scared the hell out of me. Yeah. I thought I was going to get electrocuted. Yeah. No. But then it wasn't. So I'd uh, take that thing right to Newgate. <laughs> oh, not now! I got a new battery. <laughs> yeah, but that's the nah, least of your problems. Deluxe battery. Deluxe. Yeah. Well, I was very proud of myself, and I knew all you guys thought I screwed something up. Well, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, it was flawless. Well, the, no, the, the screw up is more metaphysical than that. The, the screw up is that A, you had no idea how old the battery was. B, you had no idea where it was. Right. And C, you had to actually go on a YouTube channel to figure out how to find it and remove it. Those were three extremely accurate points. Mm-hmm. And but, I'll tell you this, there's not a lot of room to put that thing back in, yeah. I went. How and, long did it take? I went in and I celebrated right away. I just announced <laughs> to the family it's six o'clock. I am having a cocktail right now. Bring on the natty light. Yeah, okay, I got a car where what the battery need? died. What do you need earlier you this summer? <laughs> what do you I'm need? charging only labor. And because it died, <laughs> there was no access to the uh, trunk 
under which the battery is. The, the death of the battery shut down everything electrically in the car, so I couldn't open the hood. That mm. happened to me last night. Continue. I'll tell you my uh, deal. All right. So I got the owner's manual out, and I realized, holy mackerel, uh, I got to expose the fuse box, which is in the passenger compartment of the car, and there's a little tweezers in that, com- in that uh, fuse box. And with the f- uh, little tweezers, I had to pull out, you know, diagram D, whatever it was, pull that out, and that gave me something to attach a battery cable to. In the instant I did, uh, had to, I hooked negative up to a door jam, and I put the positive on this little uh, post that popped out with the tweezer right. in wow. the fuse box, and then instantly, boom, everything unlocked. I could flip the hood up, get the battery out, uh, charge it. I charged it. Then I took it to the dealer uh, and said, Let's do some cheap insurance here. Put a new battery in there. Even though it appeared to have accepted the charge, because it was a used car, I had no idea how old that battery was. So my rule of thumb, when you buy a used car, always put a new battery in it. I bought a black one about a couple years ago, a VW. Mm -hmm. You think that battery was okay? Yep. That's probably original, huh? Mm, Probably not. Probably Probably not. not. Did you get a good deal on that one? Uh, No, I got screwed. But um, (laughs) on that, uh, yesterday... The click button to pop the trunk mm-hmm. was dead. Well, yeah. The the back and the remote would not electronically release. Well, did it open with a key, obviously? Well, I, I, I did some knack detective work. Mm-hmm. I looked at the remote and realized if you push a button, out comes the valet key. Uh-huh. And I didn't see a keyhole on the back of the trunk until I got down on my hands and knees. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Boom! Put it, twisted it. It opened up. All right, I'm gonna give you. I, I'm gonna give you. No, no. no let me finish. No. Let me finish. Oh, I was just gonna Uh-oh. give you a little credit. I, full disclosure. Yeah. And Gabe had to show him no, how to do it. You locked was, yourself in the trunk. Well, almost while I was fidgeting with things, I set the keys down, and closed the no. trunk. Oh, you did. <laughs> yes. No. So, but the, how I accessed it is through the back. You know where you pull down the. Uh-huh. And I had just enough. <laughs> Just enough reach to grab it, so. Okay, I'll still give I, you. I'm I, gonna, I was going to elevate you two uh, steps. You're getting one. You're I going appreciate up one. that. I you're appreciate now, that. Uh, you're now a nine. But Ten blew, is the worst. You're now a nine. I blew it by locking it back in the You're uh, a nine. Man. All right, folks. Thank you. GarageLogic.com is where you find the podcast that you're listening to right now. Please rate it on Apple iTunes. Whatever you want. One out of five. Five out of five. Whatever the case may be, check it out and tell your friends and neighbors. We'll be back tomorrow. That's another podcast. Garage Logic wants to say thanks. See ya.